an. Welcome to an episode of the Heavy Boys Podcast. I'm Brody and that's Bailey. <laughs> mate, how are you? Fucking well, mate. How are you? I'm fucking buzzing. I'm buzzing, nigga. I'm buzzing. <laughs> yeah, but like not for any other reason besides like I'm just fucking high on life. Another another chat with Mr. Bailey makes me very happy. Yes. So I was ring to that. Yes, I think we both had pretty productive days. Fucking had me first Very day productive. back at uni, so that was not a vibe, but somewhat of a vibe in a way. Have you got nerds in your class? Yeah, I guess. I've got to do this um, math thing first, though, because I didn't do smart math in school. I did life math. What? So, because I didn't do math B in school, and that's a prerequisite for uh, the course. Yeah. Oh, I gotta do this. <laughs> I um watched the first fucking bit of my lecture today, and she goes, "So if we have five coins and we add two coins, what does that make?" I'm like, "Surely not! Like this has to be a piss take. This cannot be the whole course." And it's like, if we have negative seven coins and five positive coins, what do we have? And I'm like, "No, I'm not doing this." And then no, that was. Just a fucking intro, but no, it it shouldn't be that bad. It's <laughs> that just, just fucking the algebra intro. shit. That's all right. Oh, I fucking hate algebra, dude. I hate math. Full stop. Dude, unless it's uh, math rock. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, hence the uh, story on the Heavy Boys page the other night. <laughs> yeah, and if you didn't listen to that album, you're a fucking dropkick. Yeah. Straight up. Um, and also just going on with like, I mean, it's got nothing to do with maths, but it's got something to do with core. Um, <laughs> I forgot how good clam core was. Clam core? <laughs> clam core. Oh, these are clam core. That's like the crab core has evolved. Oh, bro, don't fucking do it. You're about to start screaming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, yeah, clam core is fucking sick. Oh, I see them pop God. up every now and again. It's always a right laugh. Oh, I didn't realize I did one in a toilet. Oh, mm-hmm. I've, I've been sweating so profusely from like laughing my fucking ass out for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> Man, it's so hot tonight. <laughs> yeah, bro, don't get me fucking started. <laughs> I get off the fucking bus at like three o'clock today. And I'm like waiting around at this spot where I would just get picked up from my mum. Dude, in half the fucking hour, my shirt is drenched, can't fucking <laughs> wear it. My shorts, like, yeah. have started getting darker and darker and it's getting further and further down the legs of my fucking pants. Uh, I'm getting, I've never had chafe before in my life up until today. Well, how have you and, never had chafe? Because I'm fucking built different. And okay. have a look at my fucking tan on my fucking feet from my slides. What? Fucking serious, guys. Just from that hour? Yeah. Fucking hell, mate. (laughs) You know, it hasn't been pleasant like this last week. It's just been so muggy. 
Oh, it's been fucking terrible, man. It's been like teasing a thunderstorm humid. all week and just not happening. So it just continuously gets like more humid. Yeah, but see, Brisbane's getting rain. Yeah. Like, what about us? <laughs> what about us? <laughs> what about me? It, it, it isn't, isn't fair. fair. <laughs> I want long showers and I want lots of water to spit on my floor. <laughs> Did you end up watching the uh, the Gate Creeper live stream? No, I didn't. Uh, I mean, it was good. Was it, like, good? It, it wasn't super flashy, like probably the Code Orange one was, I imagine. Um, it was, <laughs> the best thing about it was they had a counter. I think they got up to like over 30. <laughs> it was so <Fucking> good. Blur <laughs> <laughs> <Black> counter. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. I still need to get around um, Finn's podcast with um, yeah, old mate. I just um, because you sent it last and I sent it this morning. Like literally the hour before you sent it, I was just watching like interviews and just like those weird things you find on YouTube. Like, oh, we go record shopping with Chase from Gate Creeper. Yeah. What have you been listening to, Chase? <laughs> like like hey, that hour before you sent that. That's what I was doing. So that was good timing. No, it's pretty cool though. Like he, he has a fair bit of a hand in like their product design and all that. And if he doesn't do it himself, he will personally outsource the person because he likes that oh, stuff true. sort of thing. So yeah. So he he like designs it and then just gets oh, it printed and shit. Sort of yeah. Like if he doesn't personally design it, he will pick the person to do it. But he tries to do yeah. as much of it as he can. That's fucking dope. Well, yeah. saves saves paying someone else to do it for one. Mm-hmm. And two, I mean, if like if you can make if you're in the band and you can make the merch yourself, mm-hmm. like think about that. If anyone's got any idea more than you, the vocalist hmm. of your own fucking band, like tell me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like I'd like to know. I really would. <clears throat> Yeah, he's been, he was saying like because he's been sober for like nine years now or something. Like as soon as he went clean, he just put all of his fucking crack energy into the band. It's like what he focused crack. on to keep, help keep him clean. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, just that enjoying yeah, maybe, and that. Yeah, maybe I do need to listen to the um, potty with Finn. No, it's cool because <clears throat> that's pretty much what they would have been talking about on the podcast too, by the description notes anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> that was good. Like, because I haven't listened to one of his in a while. I don't mind Finn McKenzie's pon- podcast because he but gets his YouTube a lot videos of really are getting a bit fucky. conversations out of people. Mm. Oh my God. It's not even that. It's just his content outside of what he normally puts up. Yeah. Like, I, I, I get his whole thing with the YouTube videos. So I still watch them. But what I don't appreciate is like his TikTok and his Twitter <laughs> and his Instagram. Because he does Twitter post some just... good memes on Instagram, though. I'll give him that. Yeah, he does, but he just rips it straight from his Twitter. Yeah. So it's Twitter and then Instagram reposts Twitter and then TikTok ends up going on Instagram anyway. Mm. If it's good enough, but it's like I wank, but oh, they're fucking whack, bro. Uh, metalcore bands you need to be listening to. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Puts Ocean I... Grove in there. Not even like the Rhapsody tapes and prior music, but the fucking last one. 
Yeah, their last album was great. No, it fucking it wasn't. Uh, speaking of fucking bad albums, I need to get off my chest and I need to bring it up and talk uh, about it for at least two minutes. Architecture album is so shit. I don't understand why it happened. Bring Me The Horizon made better albums. I think I'd rather listen mm-hmm. to There As A Hell. And I don't know how many times I can say it, but they died with Tom. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll, I'll add some positives. Like, fucking good on them for, you know, going and getting the arena shows that will come off the back of this tour. You know, good on them for continuing after losing Tom and whatnot. And, um, fuck, there'll be like a, there'll be an entry gateway band for people getting into the scene for a while to come. But it, it's not for me, man. It's boring. No, it's... it's repetitive. And it's, I want to be bringing me the horizon, but, Sam doesn't have that character and charisma that Ollie does. He doesn't have the songwriting that Ollie does. So it it wants to be that, but it's just not it at all. It's still just sad shit. Yeah, it is a really angsty, Mm. really like trying to be what they're not. Sort Almost of like architect. a feel fucking sorry for me one. It kind of reminds me of um, what was the album? The Here and Now was that the album that they Holy just hell. don't play any? Oh no, way earlier than that. Yeah, the Here and Now. Yeah, the Here and Now, where they where they like completely discredit that album. Yeah. Like they don't play anything from it. Like they don't talk about it. It's like completely mm-hmm. wiped from their memory. Like what Bring Me To with Canyon Blessings. Oh, but see, that album was good. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they did that. But the Here and like, Now is a sick album sense. too, though. <sighs> no? No. Did you like Daybreaker or Hollow Crown? Hollow Crown was pretty good. Daybreaker was all right. But the Here and Now wasn't like at all. It wasn't even close to being a good album. It was like, um, it was like the record label wanted to just put out something that would have been commercial friendly, like radio friendly, okay. and they com- and then they, they they complied. So then they made this album. They're like, "This is actually dog shit." I don't know why we put our name on this, and now they don't fucking play. Like, even they know it's a bad album. Like, if the band is telling everyone it's a bad album, it probably is. Unless it's Saint Anger, that's actually. I was about to say, uh, what about Thy Art? <laughs> what about Thy Art? They, you know, they won't ever. Oh, touch. the adversary. Yeah. Yeah, no, the adversary's got to be one of their best albums too, hands down. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Yeah, for me, that one fights with Holy War for number two. I still love Holy War. Yeah, I still only love three tracks from Holy War. I still think it's like a mm. really boring version of hate that should have just been the four or five songs that were actually pretty good from that album you know like yeah just release it as an ep just have those five songs and then you can release another ep with the other five fucking songs that would have made an album it's great it makes business sense more money capitalize <laughs> what else have you been listening <laughs> to this week though Oh my fucking god! <laughs> I um, I think it, it come to Friday and it wasn't even Friday actually. Like this whole like week was just weird. I haven't really listened to a whole lot of metal. 
I went back through Flying Lotus and his discography, been very fucking into that. Um, and then just started looking around at artists in that same sort of vein. Pretty much just ended up going through the brain feeder roster and holy fuck. I, I think I'm in love with electronic music again. It's great. <laughs> Gone full circle. But, but like not <clears throat> like the house music I no, was yeah. into. More like trippy, trance, electro, fucking jazz type shit. Yeah. Um, the intelligent cool. electronic so, music. <laughs> just because it has weird time signatures doesn't mean it's intelligent. <laughs> tell that to um, the math core kids. Uh, um, tell, tell that to the fucking periphery stands. <laughs> um, so it ended up being like Aphex Twin as well. I've been digging around artists like him too, but that's a that's a lot harder than what um, Flying Lotus is, I think, for me at the moment. <clears throat> but um Apex at least you know it's sick. there though you've got it like they're ready to go for once you are ready to take that next step oh yeah but like all of the artists around that Apex twin sort of sound they kind of come through like the late 80s early 90s and stuff mm. so they've just got records upon records upon records upon records and to sift through maybe like 20 plus different releases just to find a good one maybe yeah. within every six it's a bit tedious mm-hmm. but when you when you finally find that one fucking album you kind of just like put it on and it changes a mood yeah that's pretty essentially where i'm at though with uh death metal at the moment like doing the the new school old school stuff like going through i got pretty I'm pretty overdoing that very quickly. <laughs> it's such a pain in the ass. Like I did it with black metal very quickly, and I haven't really gone back through that playlist I made to reevaluate, like go over some stuff. And when going through them as well, I completely forgot. Like when you find a black metal band, the first thing you need to do is Google them and make sure they're not fucking neo Nazis. Because I've already had to remove a couple of bands from that playlist. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Proper either they're proper full neo Nazis or they're affiliated with them. Oh, the full far right wing stuff. That is so fucking. I just funny. Com- that completely fucking avoided my thoughts, and I was like, oh yeah, posted something. I was like, oh, who's been listening to this? I'm like, oh, you know, like they're st- super cool and stuff. Until I kind of find out they were affiliated with the far right guys, and then now I don't really listen to them. Anymore. Like, oh yeah, cool. I don't either now. <laughs> <laughs> But but dudes that groom other dudes at hardcore shows for years on end, I'll still listen. <laughs> but no, that's what I've been doing with death metal. Like um, yeah, it's um, yeah, go on. A balance between like the actual old stuff and then the kind of the newer stuff as well. Like keeps a gate creep. I love the frozen soul one. I just found um, witch vomit before. <laughs> um, they're pretty cool. Mammoth grinder. Um, I already knew Primitive Man, they're sick. Mortal Wound, Cerebral Rod is sick. Full of Hell. Yeah, that's some good stuff. <sighs> so it's just, yeah, sifting through all that. So I know I know we're essentially doing the same thing at the moment, just on different ends. 
I don't know. It's been like, I don't know if it gets like this for you, but it just got really hard to like be wanting to put on metal. Yeah. I go through those phases. Like I put, I put on um, the new Veil of Maya track mm-hmm. whenever it dropped. And like that song sucks, but I think it only really sucks because I just didn't want to listen to it. Yeah. I know what you mean. And like the only uh, out of the three albums that we'll we'll talk a bit more in depth, um, Mugshot's the only one I actually listened to more than twice. And was that on your own accord or for note reasons? Own accord. Okay. I didn't take any notes because I like it kind of just like brushed past like every time I put it on. Yeah, no, I know what you mean though. Like how that happened to me maybe every nine or so months and I'll have like a month or so where I just, I won't want to listen to any of it. But that that normally comes with the release of an album in a different genre. So like when Lily's Mm -hmm. released Eternal Attack, I went back and just listened to rap for like a whole month. Mainly that album on repeat. And then the same again, when Joji released Nectar, it was a lot more kind of like Joji, um, I've got a few other artists. I can't remember the names of like that in there as well. That kind of softer pop stuff that isn't bullshit radio pop. But yeah, that's normally what it's, happens um, to me though. Or like fucking a few years ago when all I would do is party. It was just rap then and electronic. Fuck, I, I still go on SoundCloud every now and again and just like check all the fucking like hour long mixes of just shit. Yeah. That you used to like pump yourself up with for like parties <laughs> and whatnot. Yeah. I had so many. But like in those huge playlists of like over a hundred different tracks, <laughs> they were all like hour long mixes as well. Fuck. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Like, it's not even I think it's mostly just that there's like a little bit of a slump mm-hmm. for me in like terms of things that are actually coming out that are interesting like I don't really think there's anything coming out <clears throat> for me until Wolf King and Brand of Sacrifice drop which is on Friday. the same day fucking hell a big day big oh day. man oh. I'm so excited <laughs> especially after the heartbreak day. of last month <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, sucked in, pussy. <laughs> That's actually really funny, but I think it's gonna be pretty um, hard for me to um turn off Wolf King for a second though to go to the Brand of Sacrifice album, even though I know it's gonna be fucking sick. Yeah, I think I've I'm gonna start out for this. I'm gonna start at Brand of Sacrifice and get that out of the way, mm. and then I think I'll push it push through Wolf King after that. I think that's how I'll tackle it. Yeah. Because I, I know for a fact if I listen to Wolf King, I'm probably not going to be in the mood to listen to Brandon's <laughs> Sacrifice afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to want to like go, ah. Just go sit in the woods crawl, for a little while. Just crawl listen to nature. <laughs> <laughs> Take, go out with a shovel, dig a six foot hole for no reason besides the fun of it. <laughs> just put maybe, myself maybe in. Maybe just, just stand in it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even six foot, so that's gonna fucking suck <laughs> to get out. <laughs> oh. oh 
girl, God put myself down a little bit of rope so I can be like, yeah. hey there, mister, whenever you're ready, <laughs> just hug on the rope, pull yourself up, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Christ, yeah. my brain is in shambles. <clears throat> but speaking of fucking shambles and just shit things in general, um, you raised the question to me earlier today <laughs> about uh, the biggest wet sock fans in the metalcore community. Yes, I did. And <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really come up with a whole lot of metalcore. I, I thought of some other bands straight up. Yeah, I've got a few that don't exactly fit into metalcore. I, first off, I want to start with Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and all those other bands that sit in that realm oh. as well. <laughs> what fucking that fucking monster energy yeah. drinks sponsorships and the fucking Got the wife beaters. shit. <laughs> Drive like the really, really lifted (laughs) F350s. They wear like the fucking do rag with like a hat, like a fucking snapback hat, and it's like it's gonna be a monster energy snapback hat. It's got dumb bumper stickers on it. Jesus died for my guns or some shit. (laughs) 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 Oh. Just saying five finger death punch alone is enough. <laughs> uh, you know what though? <laughs> there was a there's a good portion of time that my brother and I spent <laughs> listening to five finger death punch. And they were so sick. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think about it, and I'm like Capitalist yeah. Game yeah, I think I had like three songs on my phone that I got off like the BMP3 or whatever. Yeah, man, I'm in the same fucking boat. This is sick, bro. <laughs> oh, little oh, did we know. Oh, fucking hell. Oh. American um, Capitalist was sick, and I still reckon. Um, White knuckles is is white knuckles is awesome, (laughs) but like hell yeah, brother! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I honestly, there's nothing I can say about them without just pissing my pants laughing. They, the band themselves, whack. But the people who stand around and defend people like this, like this band legitimately punched on with themselves on stage and they had to cancel a show. Yeah, not like, not punch on like Slipknot did, but like like, actually. Like who the fuck does that? (laughs) Hey, you fucked my cousin. It was my turn this week. Check the damn roster ball, motherfucker. (laughs) Be with our second cousin Tyrese. <laughs> Jesus. What um, the fuck you doing in Cleopatra? See The first one I wanted to mention, probably the one that sits outside of the metalcore thing, was a monomath and any of those like 
fucking Ailstorm and those fucking dumb bands, bro. That like have oh, that fucking metal bands. Yeah, they have that fucking just theme <laughs> and die by it. And they unironically sit on the ground to start rowing at the start yes. of every show because <laughs> that's force a fucking habit at this point. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know what else can go under that category? Mm-hmm. Dragon Force. Yeah, power metal, Viking metal, fucking pirate metal, all of it. Oh, hang on. Pirate metal's pretty good. <sighs> Only in the sense that it's it's sea shanties with breakdowns. Yeah, no, I just run for normal sea shanties, though. <laughs> no pirate was playing blast beats back in the 1500s or whenever it was. Yeah, but Blackbeard. maybe they were guttural screaming fucking sea shanties. You don't know that. Fuck it. Make it more modern. Chuck it a couple thousand blast beats. Fuck it. Let's just have a whole song about drinking rum and fucking each other in the ass and have that over and having four and a half minute blast beat. <laughs> How many sea dogs we slay on our way to Atlantis and shit? <laughs> Fucking hell. All the mermaids. <laughs> and then that whole Tolkien core as well. The fucking people uh, that play what? with elf ears on and sing like hymns and shit in the background. Is that actually a thing? Yeah. Um, I'll, man, I'll send you a photo, man. Send me a, No. <laughs> Link me to a song. <laughs> I don't just want a photo. <laughs> I need to hear it with my own ears. <laughs> I need to hear what um, this shit sounds like. Okay, so first off, there is a band called Gandalf. There's a band called Rivendell. <laughs> oh. Um, where are some other ones? Okay, so there's a, like there's ones. There's a band called Morgoth, uh, Sirith Ungol, Gorgoroth, and Burzum. Yeah. Burzum's an alright black metal band, though. <laughs> Hold on, let me just find. And what, what, if it's Tolkien Core, why are they just songs about going on adventures with midgets? Yes. And like stealing rings from other decrepit midgets? Yes. <laughs> Fuck. I, I watched a YouTube video the other day where they actually like briefly touched on this stuff. Um, I'll have to go through that video find the names he dropped and show them to you. Yeah, do it. Oh, man. It's something else. Like, yeah, full elf ears on while they play. They've got, like, weird just fucking instruments on stage. Dance around. Yeah, mate. They can go in the same category. That sounds like war. (laughs) No. This is fucking next level, man. <laughs> uh, um, the next one I had on my list, um, I don't know if it's on yours, but I'm pretty sure you'd probably agree. Dance Gavin Dance. Yes. 
I was going to say, as much as I love them, fuck me. <laughs> you can't, you literally cannot say anything out of line to them, mm-hmm. especially. Even, even if there was a shit posting group, I think that would be the most toxic fucking yeah. environment to be in. I'm sure there is a shit posting, isn't it? Swan posting? Yes, yeah, Swan posting, Swan core posting, something like that. I couldn't imagine that being a very fun place. No. At all. Like, I thought Deathcore Metalcore was a fucking great uh. place to be. <laughs> but dance, like, the Swan posting does not sound like a great place. No. <clears throat> because the fans get so fucking butthurt. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand what made, like, again, like, I recently just fucking fell in love with them. But I still have never understood how their fans can be so one-sided about all of their music. Like, yeah, sure, there's, like, a hierarchy to their albums and stuff. And I'm pretty sure if you scroll through their Swan posting on Reddit, you can find it. But, like, fuck, the amount of shit that that, whole community just breeds without even doing anything is fucking phenomenal. And they just have to have a, like a, there's a special place in hell for anyone on that fucking group. Yeah. They're, they're next level, man. I almost want to like join Swan posting just to see how much of a hellhole it is, but I don't want to be there just to fucking like, okay, that was, fun for maybe two minutes and then leave <laughs> you know yeah <clears throat> yeah Still i don't know fuck fun fuck yeah. dgd fans well i'll quickly jump on to the next one then while you're doing that because my next one's actually tool i uh, yeah i was thinking about putting them in because fuck i'm me. only pu- <laughs> i'm only putting them in because the the fans that really like Tool are the same sorts of fans that would call you a fucking dipshit for buying water. Mm-hmm. Like it's an essential, like your body needs that on a daily basis. I'm not at home. I didn't bring a water bottle. I'm going to buy a water bottle. Don't buy the fucking skew. You're part of the problem. Like, that is a tool fan in my eyes, and that's not even bringing up music. Uh. We waited 30 years for this album, and it was the best album I've ever had in my life. It was being so like Dark Side of the Man. You're just not cool enough to understand the music. You know what I'm fucking cool enough to understand? The inside of a fucking vagina. So, tool fans, you can go in the fucking bin. Jesus. Although tool are pretty sick, I wouldn't go to the fucking, like, the extent of calling myself a tool fan. When realistically, the only album I actually rate above an eight is probably 10,000 Days, yeah. and then everything else is ranges between maybe a six and a seven and, and a half. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, Pot still fucking slaps. <laughs> my next one 
Anyone who defends the last two Architects albums. <laughs> the same people who defend the last two. <laughs> and the same people who defend the last three albums. Oh. Yeah. Guys, I don't even know what you're talking about. It's not even that bad. Like, Sam sounds so good on this. His, his vocals are really well mixed, and I think that's the best he's ever sounded in his <laughs> career. Uh, and, and Josh Middleton is a really uh, good replacement for Tom Show. He's doing a really great job, considering he's in a fucking better metal band than these cunts. Mm-hmm. I love the... It's like the... The doggo meme where like one of the doggos is jacked and the other one's just sitting on the floor crying. It's like Josh Middleton and Architects and Josh Middleton and Silosis. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Silosis still isn't really that good though, to be honest. Can we agree on that? I'd rather listen to that than New Architects. Yeah, look, I don't think... I don't think I would disagree with you on that, but I absolutely would guarantee there's a whole group of people on the internet that would argue Mm -hmm. for hours about it. 100%. Um, The next one was actually the first one that came to mind. Ice Nine Kills. Go on. Go fucking, on. Like, <laughs> them, like there's a little bit of a red I think I've done this like four it. times now. <laughs> Catching shit about Ice and I Kills and their fans. But it's like, but them, their, their fans like those ones that listen to them, like New Motionless and White, Black Veil Brides, and fuck all those other dumb bands. Just a little weeaboo cucks, man. Oh. That thing, it's the heaviest shit in the world and they're tough as nails. Go listen to fucking nails and then you'll be tough. <laughs> uh, if if they would that... actually just listen to nails, they'd probably like feel real good about themselves and realize like, hey, we don't have to make music anymore because we just suck at it. <laughs> but like their whole gimmick thing as well, man. Like if you're going to make like horror cool music, at least fucking make it scary, bro. Yeah, but like horrorcore rap isn't scary either. It's just a lot of dudes who Unsettling. get on a mic and talk about butchering cunts. Yeah. That fucking clipping album though was sick. That oh, was scary at times. Lord. Dear Lord. Did you go back and listen to the 2019 one? No, I haven't yet. I've just gone back to that one every time. See, up to interpretation. Go and when mm-hmm. you when you go and listen to it, come back and speak to me about it because I've got mm-hmm. pretty conflicting feelings about it. Okay, and um, like especially if if we for con- I mean not even for context. If if you wanted to ask me my opinion on the, like whether it's twenty nineteen or twenty twenty clipping, I'd probably go with twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. I think they kind of like figured out like the 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 style that they really wanted to push for and not have it be so experimental. <clears throat> yeah. Whereas I think 2019 sounds a little bit more trying to edge themselves into what they want to sound like. And it sounds a little bit forced, like they kind of just squeeze their way in with no lube. Okay. But 
it's not that it's like a bad album. I fucking I still think it's pretty good, but like yeah, yeah let's let's talk about it later. <clears throat> I get ya. Uh, um do you want to do another one? Um I think I've only got really one left and we both know who that is, so I'll let you go on. <laughs> we'll save this one last because I think they win. Okay. <laughs> they win. We both know it. They've got the worst fans. <laughs> and I think anyone that listens and listens to us shit talk these people as much as we do know exactly who we're going to say. <laughs> oh, I'm getting lightheaded thinking about it. Look, um, I kind of just want to quickly like breeze through two then. Um, the the last one on my list I've got is Violent Soho. Mm-hmm. Now I know they're not a metal band and I know they don't even come close to being like a hard rock band, but I remember a time when Violent Soho were really fucking good, right? And that was when Covered in Chrome had just come out. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, hell, fuck you, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like that was a vibe. Everyone enjoyed that. But then after that fucking point, when every cunt was fucking listening to them, mm. they kind of just went and fell off the face of the fucking earth. Like, I don't remember <clears throat> Waco being any good. And I kind of remember the fucking last album they made because it was just dog shit. Mm. Like, atrocious. I think that's still one of the only albums of 2020 that I physically could not rate because it sucked so bad. And I didn't want to give it a zero because it deserved it. <clears throat> but the fans at shows are the, type of, are the types of people who would go, oh, there's an eyelash in my coffee. I... Need a whole new mm-hmm. one. Pick that fucking eyelash out. Yeah. But fuck, it's it's not that fucking hard. Oh, you don't need to move around like that in the mosh. I'm just trying to enjoy the fucking. Well, fuck off. You we'll get hit, get out what of the pit, huh? pit for? Get the fuck out. Uh. Fucking Christ. I don't, I don't understand, but you know what? They're also the type of fucking people who would say that, but then you're like in the middle of the fucking pit and you physically can't move because mm. everyone's so fucking bunched in together like a fucking group of sardines. Do you remember seeing them at Live It Up yeah. back in 2015 or whatever? How fucking bad was that? Mm-hmm. Not even in the sense of like music, but just being in the fucking yeah. crowd. Everyone I complaining physically- the whole time because they got bumped once. I physically couldn't even move my arms down into my pockets to grab my yeah. phone so I could mm-hmm. get a video for Covered in Chrome. I couldn't do it. And once my arms were up... They couldn't get them down. They fucking stayed up. Yeah. I had a fucking elbow I hate fucking those crowds. Head. Oh, man. And in every fucking time they played a festival, it is... It's, oh, let's go and see Vinyl Soho on main uh. stage. They play, they play before Flume anyway. So if we go to Violet Soho, mm-hmm. we get to listen to real rock music, a fucking rock and roll, and then we go to Flynn, and we just uh, trip out because Flynn is a stick, and he had the laser light and the boo 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 and the fucking, and fucking, you know? Don't know what everyone else thinks, but I thought he was shit live. Flynn? Yep. I thought he was boring as fuck. Um, yeah, I would say he was boring, but I wouldn't say he was shit. Well, shit in the fact sh- that it's boring. Shit is a stretch. I think you can get away with calling him boring live and not have him be called shit. Because when I saw him 
I mean, it's not even a real show, but I saw him listen out, what was it, 2019? And like, yeah, I thought that was the most, I, I fucking hated listening out in general, but I thought that Flume's set was probably the most disappointing thing of the night mm-hmm. besides Schoolboy Q. And Schoolboy was great, but Schoolboy played a lot of songs with features and it must, mm-hmm. just, it must just be the first time I've actually seen like a, a hip hop, person that live. has a lot of features okay i get what you mean because because yep. like he was like he did um that part he mm-hmm. fucking there was a song he did uh, he did collard greens fucking there was there are yeah. so many and songs with features plays like half and a he song. Only, plays like his bit he yeah. just plays his bit but like yeah i, don't I, know know what I mean like completely completely different fucking like artist but even j like jid features in so many fucking songs if he plays a song that he features in he will rap every cunt's fucking verse, uh, even after his, even before his. He'll, he will rap every verse. And before he gets into every verse, he'll go, yeah, shout out to this blo- like, shout yeah. to this person who wrote it. You know, this is for you. And then bang, cut sick. Does it with every verse that's not his. And if I think if you're going to be a performer and you're going to be an artist that gets recognized with all of these other songs that even you feature in, you need to be doing shit like that. Because not only does it prove that you're a fucking great artist, it proves that you are a fucking brilliant artist. Mm-hmm. Not only are you having your lyrics on lock, you've got anyone else's lyrics. Yeah. <clears throat> anyone else's lyrics on lock too. Fuck, some of the songs J.I.D. features in have like fucking five or six different artists. And he's got six different verses plus a chorus to keep on top of. Was... Wow. Beautiful. If Schoolboy would had done something like that, fantastic. But Diplo was sick, and I will never forget that. So that yeah, was Diplo great. was sick. Diplo was so fucking good. Holy shit! But yeah, no, Flume was boring. But I wouldn't say he was shit. What I would say is shit is um anyone that still listens to two thousands metalcore unironically. What bands in particular? Kill Switch um, is just the first one that came to my fucking mind. Um, I would probably argue like literally anything in that bracket can just fucking like Avenged Sevenfold, 2000s Avenged Sevenfold. Mm-hmm. I would probably say <clears throat> even a day to remember could probably get slotted in there too. As good as their old material is, I think anyone who actually listens to any of that shit on a daily basis needs to be put down. Um, <clears throat> Slipknot, new metal, sure, but they can probably still get thrown in there. Yeah, I don't go back only, to them that much at all. Hey, because their only good albums came from the two thousand period. Hmm. Like from two thousand to two thousand eight was the best of Slipknot ever. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so that can they can probably go in the bin with them. Um. I hadn't really done. A, I hadn't really done any no, research, I get what you to mean. be honest. But like anything in that two thousands metalcore, like that's now butt rock type scene. I would probably go, yeah, you're. Fine. Yeah, the ones that just listen to it on the regular sort of thing only because you're stuck in a fucking like you're stuck yeah. in a fucking time loop, dude. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's like I, I don't I don't know if your dad does it, right? but my dad loves like music from like the seventies to eighties. But it's not just like all music from that period it's like it's bruce springsteen it's the radiators it's the angels yeah. it's anything fucking... that's on triple m yeah 
Like, dude, like no, that is the that's in the stuck in a time warp. <laughs> but like, dude, like that's but the problem with Triple M is this too. It's the five songs on repeat all day long. So you listen aren't to the one the angel ones, song all day long. Aren't they the ones who go, oh, you know, uh, no repeat work day. If we yeah, play and the, same the same song fucking twice. song, bro. If we play the same song twice, we'll give you a hundred dollars. It's because no one listens to it for longer than an hour. That's how they get away with it. Fucking dogs. Grassy Here's Hotel California for the 42nd time today. Enjoy. <laughs> that song's like nearly eight minutes long on its own. <laughs> Like fuck, dude. It's oh, the worst part is, is when they play like um another brick in the wall, mm. and they only play part two. <laughs> like why? Why would you do that? Or even Bohemian Rhapsody. I've mm. even heard them. I've even heard the radio cut Bohemian Rhapsody in mm-hmm. half. And the worst part was, it was literally at the breakdown where it's like nearly two minutes till the song's over and everyone's fucking pumped. Yeah. They'll cut it off at the phone, and then that's it. Like <laughs> yeah. news break, or oh, Frank Walker from National Files. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, fuck the radio. Yeah, no, fuck the radio. But those, those are my picks for mm-hmm. wet wipes and soggy socks. <clears throat> and then we also have, we finish off with obviously the undisputed kings, simp box. Ah oh, man. <laughs> we have said so much about them. There's, I, yeah, and you know what? There's not really anything else to say. Not really, besides uh, female, female lead vocalist, hot <laughs> female band. <laughs> They're groundbreaking, bro. So much for the music scene, like. They they have brought diversity to our music like no one else has. Like Courtney wasn't in a fucking band before this. <laughs> I bet half of them don't even know that as well. Like like both bands aren't as shit as each other. <laughs> like who the fuck? actually sits down and says to not even themselves imagine you sit down at your family dinner and go hey i just found this new band like spirit box they're so sick and they've got this female vocalist and she's so oh, oh, sick. she's fucking she screams and she sings it's a metal band with men i mean like i don't get how they rave so much at all they have one album which is 29 minutes long and it's seven tracks. Like what else have they really done? Nah, bro. Constance is the deepest song in the world, bro. It was heartbreaking. I really hated that day. Cause that day <laughs> felt like it lasted like three weeks. It did, bro. It's all I saw for three weeks. Oh, I don't know if this has been posted already, but oh my God, Constance by Spirit Box, boys. Listen to it. It's so sad. It, it's so meaningful. It tugged on my ball hairs. <laughs> fucking yes. So, what, um, shit what, what fan bases do you hate? And tell us why. Yeah, I, I want to know. 
personally because mm-hmm. I'm a pretty hateful person. I think <laughs> I think I can hate a lot of things with the best of them. So <laughs> bring it on. <laughs> you have better suggestions than Five Finger Death Punch, Dance Gavin Dance, Tool, Violent Soho, Spirit Box, fucking um, I forget I'm most of yours. I feel really bad. <laughs> I'm on a Oh, yeah, I'm on a <laughs> Ice Nine Kills, anyone oh, around them, and anyone architects. who defends the latest two Architects albums. Yeah. Actually, let me know if you defend the last two Architects albums, because I want to come over there and personally backhand you, you fucking dweeb. <laughs> no, oh, no can't right. do that. We, we love you as much as we want to backhand you. We love you. Yes. You hear at least. That means you must have some decent music taste. All right, let's get cracking. The first thing I want to talk about today is what has been on repeat nearly all week. We have United in Chaos by Summoning the Lich. Before you go on, before you go on, I want to have a disclaimer and say I didn't really listen to this album, so I'm not going to have a lot to say. It'll That's be right. mostly you talking say. about it, which is fucking fantastic because you make me feel a lot better about myself already. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so Shoot. they're a new melodic death metal band from Misery. So this is like their first album. Um, I had a look. It You can't find anything of them being in other bands before as well. So the fact like this is their first full body of work is ridiculous. Um, they've given us 12 tracks coming in at 46 minute longs. And minutes longs, and they've taken a huge influence from um the kings of the scene, the Black Dahlia murder. You hear it front to start, front to end. It's Dahlia worship, and they've done it so well as well. Like you get those bands that just feed off another band's sound so much that just it's no good. But this is the complete opposite. Um. Yeah, so they've got like a cool little story running throughout the record. It follows a druid. He's ageless, mm-hmm. nameless, and having spent an eternity protecting the kingdom. Um, it sounds like some of that Tolkien core you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, but this is good, mate. They, these guys don't wear elf ears <laughs> on stage and prance around in dresses. <laughs> so he's rejected his duty and embraces the darkness, and he's united in chaos. Uh, just a quick disclaimer, though. Don't try and headbang to the riffs. You'll fucking snap your neck off. And you'll have to go to the hospital <laughs> to have it reattached. So from Pummeling Blast, they've got these excellent solos in there as well. The album front to back is just a masterclass. Everything's played perfectly. But they've also got a few breakdowns in there. There's a cheeky slam or serve. Slam it. Like, it's not straight up death metal either as well which is cool um there's a lot of atmospheric presence helping convey the story that they lead um my favorite track is easily demon of the snow and every time i hear it for the rest of the day i'm just sitting there going oh the demon of the snow (laughs) and the same with acid rain (laughs) we will all die in the acid rain oh man it's so good just those two lines just then um the other six tracks the um title track united in chaos and the gate creeper oh it's all i've been listening to it's got really modern punchy vibes it's got guitar solos they've even got a playthrough on their youtube and some of their fucking merch is sick like i sent it to you but they did like 
trading card game. Um, oh, pack- no way. Yeah. So each pack came with five cards, one being holographic, but you had the chance to get a pack that came with six cards, all holographic, and one of them was like a huge discount to their store. Oh, dope. Sick. Um, both of the cover of the vinyls look sick. They've got a purple one, a green one. Some of the merch is sick. Yeah, this is huge contender right now for album of the year with me. Like this and Frozen Soul is easily like this year's release so far, what I've gone back to the most. Damn, dude. I will I just love say this like um, for the songs I did actually give a shot to, <clears throat> they were fucking really tight, crisp sounding bands. Mm. Like there was not really anything wrong with what they were doing. And I don't think there's anything to necessarily critique from the two yeah, exactly. songs I remember listening to. <laughs> but like, no, that's it though. It's all, there's no filler. It's all beef. It's great. And, and like, I mean, like if they're Black Dahlia worship, I think anyone should probably dig into it because mm-hmm. if Black Dahlia murder is fucking incredible, well, yeah, then one of these the guys bears. are probably on that level by the sounds of this. Yeah, man. And like his vocals as well. Like he's got these fucking wicked highs, man. Like that's how the album starts out as well. It's like, there's no like creepy interlude. It just fucking kicks right off and he hits this high at the start, like a fucking Dickie Allen zombie high. It's sick. And he's got these lows and then like his mid exact sounds exactly like Trevor on there. Yeah, man. I am loving this record and hopefully they restock some of the merch and that I want those cards. (laughs) I will snatch them up straight away. They're sick. Because it's like the one of them's the album artwork and then there's a few like just of ideas throughout the album. It looks sick. Yeah, I'm fucking uh hopefully I can bring myself out of this funk so I can listen to this album sooner rather than later. <laughs> you've uh really you've sold me on it, that's for sure. And yeah, I've no, already listened I've to loved the best it. <laughs> But Anything no, else yeah. you want to add? Not really. Like I've given it a solid four point five out of five. Ooh. I didn't. I didn't want to give it a five just yet. I think you know. I think that's. I'm saving those. Maybe come the saving end of the year, I'll bump fives. it up. But I'll save the coveted fives. But no, I think I've already racked up like four or five hours listening time on this. Damn. <laughs> We've had it for like a week and a half. Well, that's like six, seven full plays. Yep. Frozen Souls up to like 11 hours, I think, now. Holy fuck. (laughs) And it's luckily the Apple Music doesn't count how many times I've watched that Metal Ball (laughs) Madness Mm. live set, man. The whole set. Is it on Apple Music now? No, no, no. I was saying, like, luckily it doesn't count that. Oh, I've watched it so many times. Just the whole set. They all band sound fantastic. I was going to say, fuck, I'm going to go straight onto that now, dude. dude, They need to upload that as a live set. It sounds incredible. It did. It really did. I I probably rate that as one of the best live Mm -hmm. virtual concerts of 2021. I didn't really see any in 2022. Like 2020 anyway. There's not 2022 yet. That'll be Code Orange bringing it to you from the future. That's something they'd do. Uh, it fucking is. Hey, at this point in time, I reckon they could get away with it. 
I reckon they fucking could. Yeah, so that was Man. United in Chaos by summoning the Lich. Very nice and dead. Very nice. Yeah, wicked release. Next up, we have an EP. Mm. From a four-piece hardcore band from San Jose, California. We have Mugshot with Empty Heaven. It's a six-track, 16-minute-long, kick-you-in-the-dick-hole hardcore album. This is a fucking rager. Yeah, man. Honestly, this is a rager. I think today alone, I've played it three times. (laughs) And um, also, just want to have a quick shout out to Peter Ronnie from yes. our fucking band Kalnashi. Yeah, we love him and his band Kalnashi, and there's a feature on here. And oh man, it adds this awesome little dynamic to the song as well, though, because he has such a distinct voice and vocal delivery. And this guy, I'm not sure of his name of the vocalist, but he has almost like a Justice for the Damn sound, I think. Yeah, in like that sort of really bellowing it's almost like a mid but it's very heavy as well yeah but uh, musically yeah. i got huge boundaries vibes like it was like a um, nice little blend of like boundaries and justice for the damned yeah okay i'm not particularly a lot of very well versed in boundaries so i can't really make a comment yeah. on that but <laughs> justice for the damned i will easily say like for sure for sure and um, after this, I went back to their release from 2016, Dull Boy. And since then, they've like upped the ante with this release with like that kind of deathcore sound. Um, they added some of those raging panic chords as well. It's kind of almost got that, yeah, that sort of beat down sort of sound to it now. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think it's um, a lot of the songs sound a lot like a fucking beat down track, mm-hmm. but they have such a hardcore focus it's hard to even categorize it as a beat down song yeah you know and i think it's maybe tr- track two or four fucking <laughs> <laughs> yes pretty sure it is track two but i'm probably gonna have to go back and make sure after this <laughs> yeah there's some I, I sick know- lines in here as well though mm-hmm. um Nobody's favorite. I know what you don't. You think I'm a fucking joke. That one's from Violent Ends. And then in 2036, I'm running for president. And my first order of business is crash land your ego trip. I fucking love that. That's <laughs> that, that's literally like the first line of hate speech. It's so good. I think that might be like the most violent track on the EP as well, which is hard because they're all just skull crushing. Yeah, they fucking, they just stomp. And and I think what made it so easy to come back to this was just, it was in and out, yeah, not even a 20 minutes. minute adventure, yeah. you know? Like, but you it get is what a you came for, experience. you fuck off. Oh, from fucking, from start to finish, from play to stop. Mm-hmm. It doesn't I, stop, man. Well, it hasn't really. <laughs> <laughs> well, not for you, you by know, the sounds of it. Um, I would probably put this in the top ten EPs already. Yeah, I've got it there. Um, it, it's a it's got a placeholder in the top five because there's not a lot of EPs that have dropped this year already. So it's looking good, but um, stranger things have happened. 
Now nah, the the snare sounds sick as well. It's poppy. It cuts through nicely. Yeah. I'm a fucking sucker for a good snare, and I'm glad that you brought yeah. it up because I was going to say, man, it, it sounds so crisp. Mm-hmm. The crunch of it every yes. time it hits is just, <laughs> oh. This, <gasps> I, I want to see these guys live. Um, probably unlikely unless we get, like, maybe knocked loose, bring them over or something like that. A bigger hardcore band. Yeah, I can no. see that happening. But um, this this is sick. Um, what are you going to give it? I'll give it a four. Yeah, same. Four out of five. It's sick. It's it's unworthy of a five at this point in time. I um haven't really noticed anything about it outside of. I mean, we can suck the dicks of all these men as much as we want, but at the end of the fucking day, I think there's just that. The one that you know how there's just one thing about an album that you would rate a four that it's missing for it to be a five. Yeah, it's just I haven't fucking pinpointed what mm-hmm. it is yet. No, but when I do, like I'll I'll make a massive note about it. But that's the same way I was with summoning the lich as well. Like as much as I love it, it's just lacking one little thing that I can't pinpoint for me to give it a five. Fucking, you put four hours into it already, gun. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. But so is this. Huge, huge releases. Oh, for sure, for sure. I'm fucking super grateful that this little bit of hardcore come out. Yeah. I, when I um listened, I was like, fuck, I got to send this straight through. <laughs> I, I don't think I said to you, I was like, do you want to come? I was like, we are talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> I suppose I better listen to this then. He's like, all right, no worries. I'll get on to it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um yeah, four out of five. I like it. Yeah, it it was sick. good. Empty Heaven by Mugshot. And now the last of the releases that we brought up between ourselves before the podcast. Mm-hmm. The second half <laughs> yeah. of Slowly Slowly's Race Car Blues. Yeah, this is cool. I, I like how they've done this. I and- say second half because it really is the mm-hmm. the other 12 tracks that they had that they would have had in the bank yeah. ready to go. Yeah, it's I will a admit, straight continuation on from the first half of the album. Oh, and and you know what? There, there is absolutely nothing wrong with it. I I fucking oh, yeah. I actually probably prefer the two is what they've called it. I would prefer chapter two over I don't know. I suppose it's chapter one. <laughs> um, I think I'm just going to boil that down to the fact that um, a lot of the songs. In chapter two, they they feel I feel like they kept all of the real racy ones for themselves and gave us all of these like slow burning ballads. Like yeah. they knew they were going to drop another album, and that's where all of the good songs were. Yeah, there were a few tracks I went back to the first one today. There were a few ones that just didn't do it for me. Like they were just a bit too fun, I guess. 
It's not really what I listen <laughs> to I would, really slowly for. But I would also argue that, like, if you want to compare it to the sophomore St. Leonard's from, what, 2018, I think it was? Yeah. That's That was literally an album of two halves, but the, the, the two halves were mixed in together. So I think mm. six of the tracks were, like, acoustic songs, yep. and that sucked. And then coming to Race Car Blues last year, and they 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 fucking they double down on instruments and not having all of these real slow paced songs. They yeah. just went straight for the jugular for the most part. But it didn't really occur to me that you know they didn't really nail it until Chapter Two had come out. Yeah, that is really prevalent. Um, going back to the first half now, after hearing the second half as well. Because like yeah. we got it in February of last year, and that was after listening to it a few times when it first came. I was like, "Yeah, this is cool," and it kind of just went to the back burner. But the second half, though, there are definitely tracks on yeah. the first one I love, though. Like the first track, I think is fantastic. It's hilarious. The lines like, "Oh, Ben's got a band now. It's getting pretty big." Something about softly or slowly. Fuck my life. This is always going to haunt me. Something along those lines. I think that song's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Creature of Habit, the first yeah. one. Like it. Fucking Belter. Yeah. Um, they, they did really promote the fuck out of this, though, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Like, going through the track list and songs that they had released prior to this like being announced officially yeah like i think there's like three four tracks that they released as singles before this point so i i really fucking hate when bands drop an album and then Mm -hmm. a year later almost a year to the date they go oh here's the deluxe version when when they could have just done that they could have just dropped all of those extra songs on the same day and we wouldn't have even had this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I re- and it was the same with like um, Eternal Take when they redid that with like Love is the World, yeah. like Love is Rage or whatever the fuck it was too. I think it was mm-hmm. coupled with what I, and um, I know Eminem did it again this year with like the B sides of um, Music to be Murdered by. And there's another one that popped into my head, but I can't fucking remember for the life of me now that I brought up Eminem. But it's a it's a very smart business practice, business move. But as a consumer, I fucking hate it. Because not only do I have to like make sure that I get rid of the original version mm. from my Apple Music, I then have to add a whole other album with the original songs that I fucking had back to my Apple music. (laughs) Yeah, I get what you mean. But with this one, I'm a bit more okay with it. I don't know if I would have liked it all on first release. Like these rappers that are dropping 28 track albums, it's too much to sort through for me, especially if it's all not top quality. Yeah, but like what I'm what I'm getting at with these rappers that drop like a 28 track album, they'll still come out the next year and drop another yeah. 24 track album. Like Trippy Red did it mm. with um, Pegasus and Neon Shark, whatever the fuck it's called. It's easy when you drop straight shit though. But like, and I only brought, that's the uh, this is the other person I was fucking thinking of, and I think the only reason why he was able to market it again because Pegasus was shit. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't really like the fucking bloke. Anyway. Pegasus was shit. But then brings Travis Barker in to make some fucking MGK ripoff. <laughs> I don't think it was an MGK ripoff. I haven't even listened to it. Just can get fucked. But like, from the sounds of it, it's it's just trippy, coasting off Barker's production yeah. values and everything that he perceives as good. So for the fact that Barker's working with Trippy Red. Got a question whether Travis Barker was actually the right person to pick because I don't, uh, I don't, I, I just see that as such a weird clash of musical prowess. Yeah, even though he has done stuff with like Suicide Boys and that, like I think this is. A see, Suicide Boys makes sense. Yeah, Trippy Red doesn't. Trippy Red only makes sense in the fact that he's what popular at the current mm. time writing. How I don't know. I can't stand him. I can't either, but for the most part, I can't really stand a lot of those like <laughs> fucking rappers, to be very honest with you. Um, back to Slowly Slowly. That was a nice little tangent we went on. I like yeah. that. Um, now signature move. <laughs> anything else to add to Slowly Slowly? Um, like these guys, um, along with the Brisbane band Columbus, whenever I listen to them, it always takes me back to like, the first time I heard them and where I was at that time, sort of thing, what I was going through, like especially yeah. these guys. Like I remember we both loved their earlier stuff when we first heard it. And yeah, it's just one of those things that always takes me back there. Um, one of the new tracks I love um, would be Learning Curve. Um, one of the slower, more depressive songs. I think it was really a standout for me on first listens. Yep. Yeah, it's been it's good. Yeah, I'd I back that. Definitely, yeah, prefer it to the first half. I thought the first half was a bit weak in some areas. So yeah, I've been jamming this definitely jammed this one a lot more than I did the first one. Fucking cool. I, I think my my highlight is probably House on Fire. Mm-hmm. I think this is the song that has like a really nice vocal melody playing yeah. in the background of the chorus. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea why that song stands out so much, but that fucking, if it wasn't for that chorus, I don't think that song would have been as good. Yeah. I think that, I think the, these boys are really good at this melodic post hardcore, sad boy type rock yeah, music. It's cool. And I, I will continue to support them as a band and i will continue to watch from the sidelines as they get bigger and bigger and bigger and hopefully hopefully they can drop album number three let's cross our fingers and say 2022 Mm. and this is going to be the one that sends them through the stratosphere yeah and we'll get to see them at full tilt before that bro i still remember seeing them like did you come with me when we're at Good Things? Did you come with me to see Enter Shikari at the start of it? No. Because I went a bit early and slowly, slowly we're playing. Okay. So I got to see maybe two songs. Yeah, no, I didn't realize how I? early I'd went. <laughs> <laughs> I might have been a day to remember maybe. No, they played no. Carnival. 
you left you left uh the stage where thy art and carnival yeah. were playing to go and see a day to remember what time which i don't I... blame you for slowly slowly i think we're playing in like the two two o'clock two thirty. oh dance gonna dance think, probably because i think uh enter shikari was the two thirty three o'clock slot and were they main stage no they were at the the, the same and it went enter shikari thy art is murder okay i don't know where I, mean, some... I was eating I think there was um, there was another band that played up in Shikari. Yeah, so you would have gone to from Trivium to them. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, no, I went, I went got Trivium, food after Trivium. Yeah, Trivium, straight into Shikari, and I didn't even realize slowly, slowly. Like I didn't, I did know slowly, slowly were on, but like I didn't realize that's where they were until so I got there. Yeah. And like yeah, <clears throat> dude, they actually had the fucking crowd moving. I couldn't yeah. believe it. They had a lot of like, crowd surfing. Like, <laughs> fucking what? They've got a bit of bounce to them. Yeah. I'd argue. Does that feel good stuff? Just bop up and down to it. Sing along. Yeah. Um, I don't like think I've done anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Except I think I'd rather bop to neck deep. Yeah. People were bopping. Where are you? <laughs> I know it's the wrong song. <laughs> suck my ass and suck a They need to cover it. that song, I reckon. God, That'd be I, sick. If, if Neck Deep should just do a covers album, right? I mean, being the fucking huge Blink fans they are, I'm surprised they haven't. I mean, they have um, fucking Slip Neck or whatever it is. Oh, I don't even want to talk about it. Final score for Slowly Slowly. Uh, I don't really have anything else to add. Three, three and a half. I like it. Yeah. I think that's pretty fair. I'd, I'd probably give it, to be very generous, a four, but I'd only be giving it a four because of how it kind of like co- coincided with my own musical journey I've been on this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, happy to drop it down to like a three and a half or even a three if I really feel like it. But like, I think three and a half is fair for sure. For sure. But if Neck Deep did a covers album, what <laughs> Do you want to see them cover? Neck deep. I mean, fucking blink. <laughs> I want to see them cover neck deep. I reckon that'd be pretty cool. Oh, oh, I mean, oh, fucking the last from the last album to their earlier stuff. They're basically two different fucking bands. So I guess they would be covering themselves. Oh man, you really have been on a roll today, eh? <sighs> It's been a long fucking day. <laughs> Do you want to see Neck Deep cover heavier song? Uh, when I saw them, Ben did do the screams for um, fuck. What's the track? The one don't that has wait. Sam Carter on it. Yeah, don't wait. So he did don't the screams, wait. and they they but were good screams. So. What they were to cover in the heavy realm, I'm not sure. Maybe well, I don't know, Lincoln Park, early Lincoln Park. See, I would be okay with early Lincoln Park. Yeah, I feel like they could do that. The and I only know thing that would Danny's bug me huge... about Well, Danny used to play in Deathcore bands. Yeah. I mean he's got the chops to drum that stuff. 
I think the only way they could realistically get away with like Lincoln Park is if they brought someone else out to do Mike's vocals or they got an, like another band member to do Mike's vocals. Yeah, I think I think Ben doing it was a bit, a bit weird. Plus they overlap a lot. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't think they'd be able to do it. Like Ben would have to just stick to Chester's part and then maybe yeah. just palm it off to like, I don't know, bass guitarist, most useless cunt on the fucking planet probably. Um <clears throat> His brother now. I would personally like to not see them cover anything like Slipknot or anything that yeah, features it's a weird. lot. Slipknot is weird because yeah. they just neck deep just don't suit the aesthetic that <laughs> Slipknot songs have attached to them. Mm-hmm. Like what they played, Wait and Bleed and um Duality. Yes. Like, why? Like, I, I get it. Probably, more. probably the two easiest songs to cover yeah. from Slipknot for Neck Deep, but Ben wasn't screaming. So no. what's the fucking yeah. point? Even though what he came, which was the point? most disappointing part. So, like, yeah, I, I reckon if they're gonna cover cover heavy songs, they should probably maybe stick to like a day to remember North Lane. Like a new North Lane? Mm, yeah. I'd be okay with a new North Lane. They wouldn't be able to do like In Hearts Wake or even like Amity Affliction. There's no way. Yeah, I, I couldn't see them doing it anyway. And I couldn't see them doing anything like a Parkway Drive. Sure. Couldn't see them doing anything like that. Maybe Memphis May Fire. They could probably do like a Memphis song from the fucking Hollow. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I'd if they were able to do anything, it'd be like a Lincoln Park. But I need to see them cover a few Blink tracks, and I don't understand why they haven't. Like, it's I think all of their favorite band. Yeah, I think I think have they toured with Blink before? Yep. I mean, surely the marketing ploy for both bands would to be like, "Hey, we're neck deep." And we're covering a Blink-182 song. Hmm. And then Blink-182 turn around and go, hey. Yeah. We're going to cover Neck Deep. Do a split EP with uh, both bands covering each other's sick. songs. I don't fucking know. But um, I, when they did to a Blink, did the fucking good old trick of coming out early and taking Neck Deep's gear off stage right as they're finishing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw the videos. <laughs> so funny. And I think um, Tim from Fit posted one of when Diart did it to them on their last tour together. <laughs> Start taking away drum pieces as the breakdown for whatever the song they closed with finished. That's fucking hilarious. So the good. the only thing that I can like bring up in regards to like pieces of equipment going missing on stage was when uh, Billy Reimer from Dillinger Escape Plan, uh, they literally just finished the last song and he grabs like the biggest symbol he can, a drumstick, and he fucking sprints and jumps off the stage into the crowd, just smashing the symbol. <laughs> That's and you so can see good. all you can see all these hands trying to yeah. unscrew shit. That one guy's got his hand on the drumstick trying to rip that. Uh. Out. And this guy is just clinging on for dear life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. That shit ain't look, cheap. Nope. <laughs> nope. Especially if you come from the state. Mm-hmm. But fuck it. At least it was their last show in Australia, you know? Yeah, go out with the bag, hey? You know what? They could have played at a better venue, but <laughs> happy, to, happy to have seen it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you fucking dog cunts. Um, man, I, I think my brain's empty. Yeah, it's been bloody lovely chatting again, though. Oh, fucking no! I reckon it's always pretty good chatting. You know, yeah, I, I, I like enjoy talking. this podcasting I reckon, business. I reckon I could talk the ass off a fucking. No, oh, I actually had something for that, but like, I'm again brain empty. I'm sure I'll come up with something at some point and it won't be funny anymore because I won't have anyone to say it to. <laughs> um, Just takes it to but, me. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, probably will. Um, Go listen I've to the records. Brody. Race Car Blue, Slowly Slowly, Empty Heaven, Monk Shot, and <clears throat> United in Chaos by Summoning the Lich. Bag my fucking port in me. Nice little Bree, dude. Nice, <laughs> dude. You'll be practicing, bro. I'm going to start a grindcore band. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> We're going to stop that, start that pop-punk grindcore band. Oh, my God. I still haven't got my fucking bass guitar. I'm so upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I actually need to sort that out, too, because I was so excited for it. Fuck my entire life. <laughs> Come down to the old um, Instagram, mate. Come chat. Yes. I post some good stories on there sometimes. Yes, we have a, a group page, uh, you, and you'll, you'll find all of these uh, handles down below in our description. Um, come chat to us and, as individuals. You don't have to. I don't want to talk to me on any daily basis. Uh, mm-hmm. but speak to Bailey. You can come to chat to both of us on the HB Podcast Instagram page. We're happy to chat. Um, while you're at it, give us a five stars on our podcast, yes. however you're listening, wherever you're listening. And don't be a shit cunt. Yeah. Be a good fucking person. And also, before we close off, I just want to say as like a disclaimer that I try and do as much as I can whenever I do remember it. It is okay to be upset. It is okay to feel worthless. You're not the only person that feels like that. Trust me. At the end of the fucking day, you are not alone. None of us are. There's always someone there to speak to. There's always someone there for you. It is hard to get the courage to go and do these things that you need to do for yourself. But I promise you this, you will kick yourself to fucking death if you do not get on top of your shit now. Whether it's a a, a meaningful distraction like studying or a new job or a new place to live. It doesn't fucking matter. Speak to someone, whether it's your friend, whether it's your mum, your dad, your dog, your fucking wall, write it down. As long as you are aware of the pain that you are going through, you can acknowledge accept and take a step forward and whatever it means 
I appreciate you. And I hope that you find peace in your heart at some point. I've been Brody. That has been Bailey. We have been the motherfucking heavy boys. And we will catch you in the next one. Peace Peace to the Middle East and don't be a shit cunt. Bye, Dan.